Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh, what up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 266 of the What Up Though Podcast. That was an uncomfortable pause. <laughs> I was like, this nigga drop off the call? <laughs> Shit, I was thought about you. I was insane about you. I was like, what up, though? And it was just like, one 1,000, two 1,000, three Oh, you didn't hear me? What? No, I heard you, but it just seemed like it was delayed. <laughs> oh, that's weird. I said it right after you did. That's weird. Okay. Yeah, well, whatever. It works. Yeah, uh, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we're day after uh, Chauvin got convicted yesterday. You know what's fucked up about that is that as much as we, you know, people knew that how fucked up shit was and how Chauvin just deliberately fucking killed George Floyd, and you know, I didn't watch any of the trial um, in full. I saw different snippets, but I really didn't care to watch it. It's just wild that we still was on pins and needles wondering if they could really convict that fuck fuck boy or not. Yeah, that that is wild because uh, it's like, man, like you saw it. It's very clear what happened. Like, there's like it, it should have been just wrapped up instantly, dog. It's, the trial should have took weeks. The, but the fact that the jury deliberated for like <laughs> like less than a day, I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to do the right thing here. So I, I wasn't as worried because if it had been a long deliberation, I'd have been like, ah, oh, fuck. But, like, they immediately was like, yeah, this nigga guilty. We good? Yep. All right. <laughs> yeah, that that was kind of the thing for me. I felt a lot better that the deliberation was really short. I felt like if it would have went longer, it would have been people trying to justify or trying to, you know, whatever, trying to figure the shit out as far as him not being guilty or something. So that felt very good. I mean, it didn't give me full comfort until it was actually red, but it definitely made me feel a lot better about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think for me, the, the weirdest thing that I experienced from it was the way he was looking when it was red. Like he, like he just looked like, I don't know. He looked completely emotionless. His like eyes was darting back and forth, but that was it. Like he just looked like completely emotionless. Like he didn't look sad. He didn't look scared. He looked like he just looked like he was just there. Like, yeah, whatever. But he didn't give a fuck. Like, okay. Now, was his and mask me, that's on? That's the sign of a psychopath. Yeah. Was his mask on? Okay. I didn't know. Yeah. I know it had moments where he said he had pulled his mask down or not, but I didn't know if his mask was up or whatever when it was red. Like, so. Nah, his mask was up, but I mean, you know, like the, the eyes are the most expressive part of the body. Like, I don't, you, you still, if he was, if he felt any kind of way, you'd be able to see it in his eyes. But like his body language, like he didn't move. Like, he didn't like hang his head. Like, he didn't look sad. Like, he just, he just sat there and just like he was his eyes were darting back and forth like he, he was looking at something and he just sat there like he didn't respond at all. I, like I feel like if I if I was hearing a judge tell me that I was about to go to prison for a long ass time, it would be really hard for me to sit there and just show nothing. Like and to me, that's an indication that there's something wrong with that dude, man. Like. 
Like, I mean, I, well, I mean, he, he killed a black man for no reason. So, yes, there's something I mean, wrong. There's but, some I mean, beyond that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got you, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, beyond that. Like, this nigga might be, like, borderline psychopath or something like that, dog. Like, he, like I don't understand how you can look like that. Like, it was, I wouldn't say it was scary, but it was unsettling how little he seemed, how little he reacted to that. Like, man, that, that was, it, it was almost, you know what he looked like? He looked like it wasn't about him. Like he looked like it was about somebody else, and he was looking for that how that person was gonna react. <laughs> like, oh man, I wonder how that person gonna feel about going to prison. Like that's how he that's how he was looking. Like it wasn't about him. I'm like, oh, this nigga's weird, bro. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch the I didn't watch the uh, the verdict. Uh, I just I was <laughs> it was so we, we I think we were saying some of the same shit yesterday. It's like they said between four thirty and five. Like you said, they pick these fucking times, then they just go over it. And it happened like 5.05 or some shit because I was waiting to leave work. But I'm like, I didn't want to be trying to scroll my phone and shit while I was in the car. So I said at work after I'm just sitting there and I'm just scrolling Twitter like I'm refreshing my Twitter page. I'm like, I know it's going to hit here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just and then I seen guilty in the first and I'm like, all right. And then I seen guilty in the second. And then I saw the third. I was like, bet. So my boss, he's guilty. I'm out. <laughs> and then I left. Because <laughs> uh, that was all I was sitting there waiting on just, just to, to to see that. And yeah. But so I was listening to 9 AM 950 because I um, just hearing if they was going to cover anything about it. And they had a guy talking and uh, some kind of uh, lawyer expert or some shit. And they were asking him, um, do they think it was a good idea for Chauvin not to testify? And he was saying how, um, on one hand, uh, although juries are not supposed to take into account of a lot of stuff he says or the feelings and stuff like that, they probably they would have probably had a more human feel for it. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but maybe if he would have been somewhat convincing and his reasoning that he could have possibly swayed someone or something. And, but, mm-hmm. but he was saying he would have got absolutely mauled on cross-examination. So there was like, that was a chance he couldn't take. Uh, yeah. And then there's, and then based on the person who I saw reacting to the verdict, there's no way he'd have been able to do that. Mm-hmm. He'd have got up there and looked like a fucking cold blooded psychopath. He was like, Oh man, this nigga did it. For sure. <laughs> and then, and speaking of speaking of the fact that he did it, did you see today that Brett Favre was like, I don't think he meant to kill him? Man, fuck <laughs> Brett Favre. I saw that shit too. I saw that shit. I'm like, you know what? I don't trust no I don't trust no man that wears Wrangler jeans. So he just fit <laughs> that's just I feel like anyone, any man that wears Wrangler jeans are probably is probably gonna be suspect um on <laughs> on life this life uh life altering things so fuck him and his whole ass jeans right yeah nigga you bought your jeans at CVS nigga we don't care about your opinion dog. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah that shit I'm just like come on man like who in their right mind wants to be on the side of Derek Chauvin like there's there, there's nothing know. redeeming like uh, there's that is another litmus test of people to fuck with Ask somebody what do they think of the Derek Chauvin trial? They say they say anything other than that fucking murder of George Floyd. That person is not to be fucked with. Nope, nope, not at all. <laughs> when I was, uh, and then there was another thing. Like I forgot about it, but like there was a thing from a while back where Brett Favre was saying that he thought athletes should stay out of politics. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. And and and, and now, now being a a former athlete in politics, man, fuck you. Mm-hmm. When when I was in when I went to Vegas a couple of years ago with uh uh pro pro pistons, mm-hmm. uh Joe. Uh, we were so we were we had a, we we, did, we rode a couple of Ubers for the random places, and he would be fucking with the uh, uh, the drivers like you know I just want to see if you cool or not like what do you think of Kaepernick? <laughs> he did and that I, for real. Yes, dog. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> he's like I just want to make sure you're on the up and up and stuff. So we had like we we had an Uber probably about three times, and every time he would ask him like Hey, I just want to know your stance on on the flag and uh, Kaepernick every time. What did they like, say? Oh, they were all cool. Well, I felt like, well, they all said the right things, but it was three mm-hmm. black men in a car. I felt like they couldn't have said the wrong thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But, but yeah, they were, uh, they were, they were all said the right thing, but it was just funny as fuck. But yeah, that's a, that's a litmus test. Like, what do you think of Kaepernick? What do you think of Derek Chauvin? Uh, <laughs> did you ever call it to George Floyd's trial? Like, you know, that's the right. thing that, oh, that shit irked the shit out of me. And I, I kept seeing that shit. I'm like, that motherfucker ain't on trial, dickheads. Right. <laughs> oh man, I gotta do that one day. Though. That sounds like fun. Man, it was hilarious. <laughs> <ride> Ubers, <laughs> it was fun. As like fuck, man, a whole ride awkward as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was hilarious, man. It was so. It was fun, man. But yeah, so yeah, and, and then you know, right after that, you know, there's a shooting in Columbus of a 16 year old girl, which is crazy as fuck. Um, Apparently, so like it seemed like a, a a cop has shot a black person like three, four days straight. Yeah, I mean, we just, it was crazy is that, you know, so I, I had been seeing a lot of, so initially when I heard about, are you familiar with the story in Columbus? Yeah, the girl with the knife. Yeah. So yeah, I've yeah. seen it. So when I first seen it, it was just like, damn, it's fucked up. I mean, and it's always been fucked up, but I'm just picturing, I had a, what, I had a picture in my head with, and it was t- of the situation and it was totally different from what the actual situation was. Um, but, I've seen a lot of people, you know, make comments about, you know, she had a knife and she was cutting another person and and all that stuff is correct. But it just amazes me how the police can always de-escalate shit with white people and they never do it with black people. They almost never. Like, why the uh, fuck but- are you even wearing a fucking taser if you're not going to use that bitch? Mm-hmm. And like, why does the the immediate reaction is always gone. Like, it's all, always gone. Like, even if we look at old girl who said, you know, who supposedly said, I thought it was my taser. Like, you know what? She might have meant to reach for her taser. But it's like, it just seems like when these white police are dealing with black men, it's like the default is gun first, any other option later. When gun is literally supposed to be the last option. But with, when they dealing with black people, gun is always option number one. And that is like they'll, they'll draw their gun before they while they walk it up to somebody's car, have their hand on the gun, like just in case. Like, OK, like you, you just prepare to have to shoot niggas, just not even prepare because like nothing. They don't ever do anything to warrant it. <laughs> so you're just ready to have an excuse. Yeah, it. and I'm looking at the video. I mean, my man walked up. It was a scene. The scene was active as fuck, and he just pulls out and shoots her four times, 
And it just seemed like it doesn't have to be that way all the fucking time against black people, dog. Because we wouldn't know it was possible for him to the DS the, we wouldn't know if it was possible for the police to de-escalate things with other people, but we see it all the time with white people. All mm-hmm. the fucking time. So it's like it's not like we're pulling this 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 miraculous uh, request out our ass like we've never seen you do this before can you start this no we see this shit all the time with white people but black people every fucking time every fucking time oh, I, and I'm and I'll, and I say almost I want to be uh, I don't know why you quote me as, as for my absolute but I was surprised that the fucking shooter in Austin was one black and two they fucking arrested him yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that like oh, that must have been a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how do y'all decide to do that? And you know, this motherfucking killed people and shit, and y'all decide to want to, you know, yeah, that shit's man, that shit's crazy, fucking nuts. <sighs> yeah, Mm-mm-mm. yeah, that was a that was a <laughs> an interesting day. I, I will say that the one thing that I I do appreciate the most is that by and large, I saw positive comments. Like, I didn't see too many, like, white people trying to, like, defend shit. The only thing I saw was, and I saw a couple of these throughout the course of the last, you know, 24 hours or so since they announced it, a couple of people going, like, how are police supposed to do their jobs now? Like, okay. (laughs) Like, that's so ridiculous that it actually actually made me laugh when I saw it. Like, I actually laughed out loud. Because I'm like, is their job... Like, if you go to apply to be a police officer, does it say job description, colon, kill niggas? Like, if, unless it says that, <laughs> I don't understand why they can't do their job now. <laughs> I mean, like, that my man, yeah. Derek Chauvin, did the absolute most of what a police officer is not supposed to do. And people can <laughs> sit there and say, how are they supposed to police? Because that's not fucking policing. That man put his knee in that man's neck for, fuck, what, nine minutes? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. It, it, there shouldn't be a fucking personal, but you know, with the, with the, the place we live in, man, humans are so trash. God damn it, dude. Like, I just, I, I just go, and I haven't seen any of that. I hadn't seen any of that. I mean, I know it's out there. Um, I hadn't been on too many chats. I mean, uh, not chats, but uh, anywhere that had the news and comments, I hadn't seen too much of it. Um, but I know that shit's out there, and like I say, you said you've seen a few. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. But it's just like, I mean, he had, he pretty much had police testifying against him. I mean, he. I mean, they're pretty much going to make an example uh, of him. And now I'm curious. Excuse me. I'm curious about the other the other two cops and what they're. Yeah, that's do. what I was about to say. I I, I don't. I can't recall one of the other two but i can definitely remember that asian nigga that was just standing there watching and and <laughs> playing guard while while Chauvin did it just stood, stood guard while he did it I oh, and, it's a, and, it's, too. and it's a black guy it was that guy and it's a black guy it was a black guy i think the black yeah because I, I think the black guy was like behind behind Chauvin or something i I, can't, I feel like i never really like i only saw him like once or twice but it's the it's the asian dude who was standing in front of him that was just standing guard like yeah I'm, y'all gonna Stand back while he killed his nigga. Like, like yeah, okay. I, I like, don't I, remember. I, he was standing there just as callous as, as Derek Chauvin was looking while he was doing it. 
Yeah, I don't remember the black guy in the scene. Um, I've kind of just had, I've kind of really just tried to black out, block out that whole scene in my head. But I do remember the uh, Asian guy. I don't, I do, do not remember it. Matter of fact, only time I've seen the black guy is in the mugshot and shit. Uh, but I'm assuming they're probably trying to plead out or something at this point. Um, like, <laughs> what's the fight? You know what I mean? I don't know what 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 can they really fight as far as charges yeah. and shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just know like when they. I, I hope they get the Asian dude because like the the look on his face while this was happening just really irritated me. Like I was really hoping somebody in the video would just steal on him or something. Uh, because I'm like, man. Like and, and trust me, if they if they press charges on that dude or something, he go to trial. You gonna see a whole lot of stop Asian hate hashtags for me. Mm. <laughs> Man, like I'm, I'm gonna repurpose that motherfucker. <laughs> stop this Asian's hate. <laughs> I'm repurpose shit out that hashtag. What's interesting? Somebody tweeted and I favorited it, so I wanted to I wanted to make sure I remembered it. And it was saying, just a reminder. If you or I not clothed with state power, asphyxiated someone until they die and it was on tape, there would be no trial. Like mm-hmm. this is only on this is only a trial because he was a fucking police officer and somehow trying to justify mm-hmm. this shit. If I put my fucking knee in a motherfucker's neck for nine minutes, I'm getting charged with murder. And that's it. Ain't gonna be no trial yeah. on that shit. Man, and did you hear some of the arg- some of the arguments that the defense tried to make? as to why this could have happened. Like all the other reasons that he, he might've died that was, had nothing to do with the knee. And the thing is, the thing about that is so crazy is that every single excuse they gave, like, let's just say, for example, they said that he was like, uh, like he was high or something like that. Like he was high on too many drugs. And he could have been heart failure. Like if he was high on every drug under the sun, he, if he would still be alive, had Chauvin's knee not been on his neck, then guilty. <laughs> like, okay, so he was high. And he'd still be alive if he hadn't been getting choked. So, like, what difference does it make? There was one one, one person trying to say, like, it might have been from the carbon carbon monoxide poisoning from being underneath, by being so close to the police car. <laughs> like... Get the fuck out of here, dog. Carbon like, monoxide poisoning? Like, that is like a stretch Armstrong reach to... Ah, oh, come the fuck on. Like, like the, like the tailpipe was in his fucking nose or some shit. Like, come on now. That's just fucking ridiculous. The limps, the limps people. Was the car even running? I don't even know if the car was running. <laughs> I mean, oh, man, man, the limps these motherfuckers would go to justify. And, and this thing, this is the worst case scenario of a cop doing something. Like, this is, this is your, this is the best opportunity to, it's like to shun the shit he did. Like, this is the best mm-hmm. opportunity. Like, every every fucking cop in America can be like, you know what? That's fucked up. Shouldn't have did that. And mm-hmm. no, you still got dumbasses out here talking about, you know, I seen a, I seen a, I seen a post today, a, a chick I know, and it was a black guy. Cop, I, I, and I'm always more disappointed with black people that, that goes against the grain for whatever fucking reason. Uh, but he was saying some shit like, well, he was always just going to be a thief anyway or some shit. I'm like, what the fuck that got to do with a cop killing him? Right. <laughs> for, for Pat, for allegedly passing a $20 bill, a fake $20 bill or some shit. Like, come the fuck on. <sighs> man. Yeah. I just be, I be having so much anger with that shit, man. Like, like I just, I'm just happy I'm not in, in like physical circles and out and about. Cause I, I just don't know how I would contain myself. 
to hear somebody say that shit like in public, like, yeah, I, I just, I'm just hoping I never, I never have to experience that. Cause I really just, yeah, don't no, know. I don't, I just don't, I really don't know what, what I would do. And yeah, I, yeah. I just, I just, and I'm always just feeling like people just need to be punched in the face. Like that's, they that's, do, that's, that's just my thought, man. Like, <laughs> like, man, a good punch in the face, man, just, it just, it, I think it's. I think. I think a good punch in the face to change change a change a person's life, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel yeah, like that no, just needs to I be mean, taught but, in school or some shit. Like a good punch in the face, man. The sad thing about it is, like, it sounds funny and shit, and it is funny, but like, man, it would it would I, it would truly make a difference because all this boils down to is accountability. Like, as long as they yeah. keep thinking they can get away with it, they're gonna keep doing it. But as soon as niggas start getting their chest blown out for doing shit, they gonna stop doing it. So like, I really wish that I really wish that was okay. Like like you could just you could just steal on somebody for doing some shit. Like yeah, you know what? I'm just I'm gonna just punch you in the face right now. <laughs> and then like can you imagine like if you was if you was a white dude right, and say you 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 didn't say the n word, but every time you came across a black dude like you 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 was mad spicy and shit, be like oh shut up boy. You know, like saying, you know, saying some like undercover racist shit, like not just going hard with it. But every time you said, boy, some black dude just socked you right in the jaw, man, you would probably say, boy, maybe one more time after that, maybe. And if you got hit that second time, you would say it no more. Man, that'd be it. I mean, Problem I think, I, yeah, exactly. I think people need, I think you just need to be suffering from PTSD. Every time you're out and that word is even spoken, you just jump because you just feel like some some fuck shit is about to happen because you know you weren't supposed to say it. Um, speaking of shit, people not supposed to say it are <laughs> the videos from Delvin's uh, N word podcast. Are those public <laughs> yet, or are we just seeing private shit? Uh, um, I think I think mine might be public, but the other one, but I is, can't tell because I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I know I watch. I know I listen through Patreon, so I don't know if the other. So I don't want to blow anything. I mean, hell, a lot of people them probably only listen to our podcast anyway. Um, but okay, yeah, I, I just no, start thinking. Actually, of, no, I don't think. I don't think they're public. Okay, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, because they might I, still be on Patreon. Because I feel like that's a that's probably a, another situation. Somebody just need to be punched in the face, but that's not public yet. So <laughs> which is, when that. When that becomes public, um, <laughs> yeah, man, god damn it, yeah, yeah. I listened to most of that episode of the the new release, and I was just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was just it was hard. It it wasn't it was hard to listen to because it was just like infuriating that the lengths uh, a white person would go to to give him you know, rationale of saying the word and it's just like, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to go in, I w- I'll talk about it a little bit. Like, I'm not going to go into detail about it because like you said, it's not out yet. But one thing I will say about it is that when you when you have situations like uh, say you have a white person who who wants to say it when they're rapping along with uh, with the lyrics to a rap song or something like that. Like, when you start trying to to rationalize ways or times when you think it's okay, it becomes less of a, I think, I think there's certain situations where you should be able to use it. It, 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 it diverts away from that and moves into a territory of 
where it looks more like you're searching for a loophole so you can say it. Like, and, and that's what that's what irks me is that you could be maybe maybe you're, you're trying to come from a good place and you don't want to say it in a way that that hurts people or you don't want to upset people. But the fact that you like there's still something deep down to where you can still just not say it, but like you can just not. But you still want to find a way like, oh, let me quote something because I feel like there's something about it that, that makes them feel good if they can say it and get away with it. So they search for loopholes like, OK, maybe if I maybe if I say it in this context or maybe if I say it for this reason or maybe if I say it to make this point. It, it, it starts to feel less and less like a situation where you feel like it's okay and more and more like a situation where like, you know what, it, it, I feel like it makes me feel like, like I'm getting away with something if I can find a loophole to where I can say it and people won't get at me like too heavy. And that's kind of what that felt like to me was like, was less, was less about, I feel like it should be okay in these scenarios and more about I'm trying to, I, I have found multiple ways in which I can use it and get away with it. And that is unacceptable to me. Yeah. And that, and that's what I, that's what I, that's what I came away with from, from listening to, to what you're talking about. Yeah. And I think it's just the, the, the weird trying to like, like the coy, like innocence, like you're just, you, you need to say it to prove a point of this certain situation we really don't you just it, it you don't have to but you still choose to anyway and that's the part it's just a deceiving like yeah it just it just it just that you want to you want to toe the line and push the envelope. oh you totally po- told and then it's like almost like a oops type thing it's just you know i just you know <clears throat> yeah i'm not for that shit at all i, I don't like that shit one bit and, I'm, yeah, I'm and not, that's why I'm not, I... a, I'm not a fan of uh of people who who try to rationalize with that toe on the line and you know fuck that like like i like i told yeah. you man I, I felt that you know i mean and not just from you know uh what you've done, done with delvin like I, the point of you know the rest the points you've made about they they just white people feel that they just can't live in a world where they can't do shit they don't want to do it plays the whole that plays into that whole thing um mm-hmm and yeah, it 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 it, 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 see, it it all every everything, it all revolves around that. Derek Chauvin, the p- police killing black folks, the way people respond when when this happens, like how how white folks be making excuses and the black people say that all all of it revolves around they should be able to do what they want to do, and, and it's it's so fucking gross, dude. And that's why that's why I make the point in, in my video about it. What I'm basically saying, like, you know, you uh, that's the thing that I love to say is you can just not like there's no there's no reason that you should have to say it. Like you can just you could say the N word like as in that phrase, the N word. You could say that everyone knows what you're talking about and you don't have to say it. But like when they find ways to say it where they think it's okay, all that shows me is that you just want to say it like you just want to be able to get away with it. Because again, you want to be able to do whatever you want to do. And so instead of, and that's like the one thing where it's just like, oh no, you white people can't say that. And that is unacceptable to them. So they're like, oh, well, what if, you know, what if this, what if that, what if I use it in this context? What if I'm repeating after this person? What if I'm doing it? Like all of that just feels like you really want to say it. You really want to push the envelope and toe the line 
because you think it's edgy, you think it's risky, but really you're just a cunt. Like that's really all it is because you're and you're the worst kind of cunt because you put on the nice hat. Like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to offend anybody. I'm sorry if I upset anybody. I don't want to do that. I don't, you're fake about it. Like, so, so you're even, you're even worse because you're, you're playing the, you're playing the friend role, but you're, you're possibly subconsciously, but at, at, at the very least, you are, you are attempting to find a way to, to push the envelope and toe the line and, and, and just be edgy. And you just, you just want to be able to say it. And, and, you you have to be a real piece of shit to look for loopholes. It's one like at least if people want to say it and just say it, it's, at least you're real with it. But if you if you're if you're playing the friend role, but you're all you're also looking for loopholes to where you could say the word while you were talking to a black man, no, don't deceive yourself. You are a piece of shit. Like you might think that you're a good person, but you're not. Like you because you're you're looking for reasons to say nigger to a black man. That doesn't make you okay. That makes you a whole ass bitch. That's what it makes you. And there is no situation where a black person enjoys or or feels to want to tolerate a white person saying any iteration of that word, whether it's nigga, nigger, whatever the fuck. Like there's no situation where a black person just want to sit there and watch a white person say it, even in a fucking story, because I don't need to hear it from a story. You don't even have to fucking say it. Yeah, no, it's 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 unacceptable. Like, there's no scenario in which it's acceptable. Like, you're either being an a, an open asshole or you're being a a fake asshole. But either way, you are being an asshole. Point blank. Period. And you can tell yourself that you're not. You can tell yourself you mean well. You can tell yourself you don't want to upset anybody. But if you are if you are looking for loopholes to say nigger to a black man, there's no you can't you can't do mental gymnastics to make yourself a good person. You just can't. Like, you're just you're a piece of shit. Like that's that's all it is. You're just a piece of shit who doesn't understand that they're a piece of shit yet. But hey, maybe you'll listen to this and find out. <laughs> maybe you'll listen nah. and maybe nah. right. Maybe you'll listen and maybe you know you have a change of heart and you know want to do the right thing. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Right, maybe, maybe, probably not. Maybe, yeah, I don't. I feel like I feel like guys that do that do say it. I feel like they they want to say it, and I don't think there's any reason that that's gonna, you know, stop them from saying it. That's not physical. Uh, No, and 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 the sad truth is that that's that's what it is. That's what it because it's again, it's all about accountability and consequences. And as long as if, if, if you have that friend maybe that lets you exercise your loophole and say it like, oh I, oh, I hang with some black guys and they let me say it. All right, cool. That's fine. And those black guys are doing you a disservice because they might think that, you know, hey, that's my boy. He can say it. I don't care. No big deal. But you are telling that guy that that's OK. And he might fuck around and say that to the wrong person who don't play that shit. And guess who it's on if that happens? It's on you, black guy, for letting your white friend say it around you instead of checking them and saying, hey, dog, that's the last time. One more time, I'm fucking you up. Like, that's what, <laughs> needs, that's what needs to happen. But that's, when they get that pass, hey, you, you, you say it, like I said, you, you get that pass around your, around your homies, but then you come around me and I fuck you up, then, hey, then that's on your homies, partially at least, because you don't want to say it. But partially that's on your homies, because they, they shouldn't have let you slide with it either. So it's like, again, going back to your original point, 
if motherfuckers would just get punched in the face, we wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> and, and you want, oh, and side note, while I'm while I'm on this uh, spontaneous rant, like we need to <laughs> we need to start being a little bit more. Uh, uh, oh man, I don't know what word I want to use, but like I guess cognizant of the fact that. At the end of the day, I think white, I don't think, I know white people are scared of us. Like that's where all this comes from. They scared and that's why they lash out. That's why the police reach for their guns first. That's why they, they always, that's why they, they're so quick to anger. They're so quick to call us in words. They're so quick to tell us how all the things we should have done differently to not get shot. Like they, they, they're like that because they're scared. And I think we need to start taking advantage of that because they're scared. We ain't even done nothing to them yet. So uh, <laughs> we start putting hands on these motherfuckers and maybe they'll chill out. Like, yeah, they might get worse for a minute, but hey, at the end of the day, you put, if you grab any random, say, 20 white guys and we'll put them at the age range of 20 to 30. So grab 20 white guys, age 20 to 30, throw them in a room. Grab 20 black guys, age 20 to 30, throw them in the same room with the white guys. Guarantee you every single one of them white guys gonna be like, man, shit. <laughs> the black guys <laughs> the black guys gonna be sitting there like let one of these motherfuckers slip up. Like right. I'm telling you, the the right. only reason they are as 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 extravagant as they are with their fucking shitty behavior is because they get away with it. And because in in, in the literal sense they outnumber us. But they scared of us, and they should be. And hopefully we'll make them understand why they should be someday very soon. Yeah. So, and another funny switching topics, but um, kind of funny. Did you had are you uh, were you familiar with the story of uh, um, Jewel Jones being pulled over, the state rep? Who? Uh, Who? Jewel. Uh, Jones, he's uh, the young state rep, state um, out of Inkster, being pulled over. Nah, are you familiar who Jewel Jones is? Mm-mm. Really, Jewel? Yeah, J E W E L L. He's it's a uh, man. Yeah, he's a he's yeah <laughs> he's a young <laughs> young black kid. I'm gonna say kid because he's in his twenties. He's a young black man named Jewel. Yeah, he's a state rep. He's a uh, he's from okay. from Inkster. And he's one of the he's the youngest uh, representative that we've had in the state. I think I don't want to say he's mid twenties. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, he got pulled over um, a, a week or two ago, and the, the motherfucker was drunk, had a gun, all kind of shit. He out here like he a fucking rapper and shit. <laughs> so you gotta carry some guns on your name, Jewel. Though niggas gonna test you. <laughs> Uh, uh, apparently, he told he, he told the the state trooper that he was going to call uh, Big Gretch and all this other crazy shit, and he told him that he had approval of his budget and all kind of shit. Uh, it was all fucked up. Just imagine you getting pulled over. He got he, he got pulled over because he was drunk driving. What happened? They they take they still took him to jail. Like hell yeah, they took his ass to jail. He black. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. That I, I'm like, I, I was wondering, like, did it work? 
So they say, so here, here's the story for free press. <laughs> I was going to arrest you before I realized who you were. <laughs> Police received several calls about a reckless and dangerous driving with someone in a vehicle matching the description of uh, Jones's black Chevy uh, Tahoe with the vanity plate elected. <laughs> <laughs> they say he pulled over and he said, if you hit me, it's going to be very bad for you. I'm going to call Governor Whit- Whitmer right now. A highly combative and highly intoxicated Jones told Trooper during a struggle to get him handcuffed. I'll call Gretchen, blah, blah, blah. Um, I need your badge numbers, all this shit. And so obviously they didn't, he didn't have his phone um, and any of this shit. But the, that's just some balls. Like, bro, you black. You get pulled over drunk. You going to jail, dude. He's probably yeah, going to lose he, his seat. I, I don't even understand why he even thinks that, like, Threatening the car. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't he realize that like more than half the state don't even like her? Bruh, I was just about to say like they ain't fucking with her. Hey, I, it's it's gonna be a hard, a hard, a hard. I'd be I'd be surprised if she ran again. I I think she will, but I mean I I, I don't know. I'm gonna be that's gonna be a real interesting race when that come up again. I saw, real I, saw, I saw an article and I didn't read it and it was basically talking about um, um, it was in short saying, you know, uh, she, she would run again and people may not want her to run again, but who's a viable candidate that could actually beat her? And I feel like anybody that's read that that has, you know, any type of following could probably do it based on how fucked up you know, things are and how they, they want her out of here so bad. And I was going to ask you, I don't know if you got an answer yet, but I saw you a commenting on Eric's status and you and the dude commented about Gretchen being the worst governor we've had. And I don't know if he I was to that, <laughs> He didn't. And, or if he did, I didn't get a notification about it. Um, I was just about to ask you if you saw that. Because I, I, man, I said that shit. I, that was the equivalent of like if you were standing across from a dude and he had an empty handgun and he loaded every bullet into the clip, slid the clip in, and then said, say, say one single word and I'm gonna shoot you. That's what I did on that status. <laughs> so, like, I was like, okay, explain it. Like, how so? And that was me pointing the loaded gun at him. Cause I, anything he said, I was about to I was about to fire shots. <laughs> and he never said it. I'm like, man, I'm ready for this nigga, dog. Cause I'm like. I'm not even really, I'm not even really out here to defend Gretchen Whitmer like that. Like I'm not just out here like, yo, I'm just going, I'm just going hard for Gretchen Whitmer. My problem with it is, he wants to call her the worst governor ever, and probably I don't know because he didn't say, but probably because he don't like all the restrictions she placed on us, and you know they they she told him that he couldn't go outside and play, with, you know, because there was a pandemic, and. So now, oh, she's the worst governor ever. Like, you just forgot that the last nigga poisoned the whole city and didn't do, <laughs> didn't give a fuck. Like, you just forgot. Uh, he was the last one. It's not like we talking 10 governors back. The last nigga <laughs> poisoned the whole city of black people and didn't give a fuck and didn't do nothing about it. And they still don't have clean water. But Gretchen Whitmer's the worst governor ever, ever because you can't go play with your friends during the pandemic. Like, I know you, I know, like, nigga, I know, you, like, I know, you. I know you're a little angry because you can't go out and play and shit. But dog, that's not even realistic. That's not mm-hmm. a bit realistic. Like the last governor poisoned a whole fucking city of black folks. <laughs> now I know you might not give a fuck about black people, whoever this guy is. 
But you that shit not, did happen. Hey, that shit did yeah, happen. And that is that like I just feel like that talk about recency bias. Like, my God. <laughs> like that if 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 Snyder was like three four governors back, I might be like, maybe he just don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Maybe <laughs> like, he just no, yeah, like, yeah. It's but kind no, of it's the last governor it's we not, had. It's not, it's not exactly the same shit, but kind of similar to how Trump was so bad that people act like all of a sudden the George Bush Jr. wasn't that bad. <laughs> like, dog, George Bush Jr. was fucking horrible, dog. Like, like yeah, you might see this nigga get passive candy to Michelle Obama. It's like, oh, yeah, nah, he cool. Like, no, nigga, he was, he was terrible. That motherfucker, that motherfucker like, just passed. Just because Donald Trump was bad, who don't make him good? Like, like, that motherfucker passed candy and motherfuckers want to invite him to cookouts and shit. Man, fuck him. Right. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Talking about some George Bush Jr. All right, dog. Like, come on. That's the same shit, man. Like, oh man. And Gretchen Whitbray did nothing to nobody. But like the 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 worst that can be said is that there are some business owners who have struggled because of the lockdown. Absolutely. But you gonna get mad at you gonna get mad at Gretchen Whitmer for trying to save lives? Like, yes, that is an unfortunate consequence of this pandemic that that happened to you. And I'm sympathetic to that. That's that that sucks. That fucking sucks. But don't shit on Gretchen Whitmer. Like she's trying to save lives, motherfucker. Like, well, and why? And why mother? To you to and punish wh- you. And like, why motherfuckers tried to kill her? Let's not leave that out. Right. Let's not yeah, leave that out. Okay. Pretty important too. Because that's pretty fucking important. This motherfuckers right. tried to fucking rush the fucking uh, capital there and fucking kidnap and kill her. Like, come on, yeah. man. Like I don't. I don't. <laughs> like I don't, she didn't. I don't know of his, I don't know enough of history to know about any other governors that had a fucking coup staged on them and tried to kill them. I don't know that much, but I feel like it hasn't been a lot. And if it has, it wasn't fucking reason. No. And like and the thing that bothers me the most about like the dissatisfaction from the business owners is like it's it's like they take it personally. Like she did that to fuck them. And it's like She's not trying to fuck you. She's trying to save lives. And it's like, yeah, man, that sucks. But like Gretchen Whitmer, by and large, has handled this pretty damn well. Like, I just, I, I, I understand that like not everybody is going to be 100% satisfied with this, with the way things have played out during this pandemic. But it's a goddamn pandemic. Everybody ain't going to be happy. Like nah. it, she keeps, she keeps the businesses open and 10 times as many people die. Guess what? Those people's family members, they ain't gonna be happy. But better, better those fam, better those people be alive than you making a whole bunch more money. Like, okay, it's like, yes, that sucks that your business is struggling. Like, and I'm sympathetic to that. But like, man, you can't be out here acting like Gretchen Whitmer did that to fuck you. And like, oh, Gretchen Whitmer, she's terrible because my business is losing money. She saved countless lives. Like, we, we, our numbers were pretty damn good for a long time. Until they decided they wanted to kidnap and kill her. And now it's like, okay, well, now she can't do shit. And now she's not closing nothing back. You know, she's not shutting everything back down, which honestly we need to be doing. We need to go back on a lockdown, but we ain't. And honestly, I can't really say I blame her. If I was governor and niggas tried to kill me because I tried to save lives, I'd be like, fuck it, dead nigga, die. Since you want it so bad, go ahead. Go get the motherfucker. Right. And I also have a dozen. I've seen a couple. Of, help your bitch ass. I've, come, I've seen a couple of different posts that talked about how the the rise in numbers kind of coincided with her losing executive power in Michigan, 
And so I don't know how mm-hmm. true enough that is, but I've seen a, a couple of posts about that and I haven't done the research. And then if that's true, I mean, shit, she did what she, she, did what she could until she, until she couldn't do no more. Like if you, yeah. if you strip her powers away from doing shit and the numbers rise, what the fuck you want her to do? Yeah. I, like, what and like you, you say, I'm totally, I, I feel, I feel shitty about businesses that's, that's fucked up during this. And I just don't have that side to, I can't, I can't feel that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, I'm, I'm sympathetic to it, but that's just not a side that I, I, I have to worry about. I don't have a business that depends on people in places and shit. But at the same time, I'm, you know, very sympathetic. It's shitty that that's happening. But at the same time, if everybody's fucking dead, who the fuck go fuck come to the fucking business anyway? <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'll be thinking about that shit too, man. Cause like I, I feel genuinely bad for these business owners. Like yeah, I thought absolutely. about it. Like during the during the um during the pandemic, my kids have still been going to daycare. Like the daycares stayed open. They've had crazy regulations. I haven't actually entered inside the daycare in I, I don't know, the entire pandemic, so over a year. Like they are very strict with their guidelines, but um, I still the point of this story, so to speak, is that I, I I take my daughters downtown every morning to go to daycare, and every morning I see how desolate downtown is, and not, well, not as much right now, but especially during you know during the the you know April May June summer last year, you know it was kind of crazy. It's like man, it's desolate down here. I'm thinking like man, it must suck for like you know the owners of Grand Trunk, you know like accustomed to like probably never having to worry about anything because you're like the 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 longest serving bar one of the longest serving bars that we have in downtown detroit you're across across the street from uh uh the one of the probably the building that has the most quick and loans team members in it like you probably don't ever have to want for anything when you when you were Grand Trunk, and now because of the pandemic, you probably have nothing. Like you're probably getting, and I thought about that. I'm like, this sucks. Like that sucks that people have to like struggle like this. But there is no choice. There is no. Cho- it is what it is. And if it was me, I'd be like, man, this is fucked up, man. This is terrible that this pandemic is happening. My business is struggling. I gotta find find a way to do something. I gotta figure this out. I would think I would think everything in the world except fuck Gretchen Whitmer. That would be the la- that would be the one thing that I wouldn't think because I'm not gonna be like Gretchen Whitmer's is screwing me like that's a selfish fucking thing to think like it's a pandemic like this is not like this is not like fucking sprained ankles or cut thumbs like it's a pandemic dog like this is not happening in our lifetime this is some once in a lifetime shit and she's handling it pretty damn well and you so goddamn selfish that you want to blame her for your business struggling when. How many people have died? Six, seven hundred thousand. Like, I, I just can't. I can't wrap my head around the incredible selfishness and callousness of people. Like, they're just so terrible. And it's like, man, you, you, all you can think about is yourself. Like, oh man, this is this is so screwing me. You who who has not who does not have coronavirus, and your biggest problem is that your business is struggling, which is terrible. And I feel for you about that. But you know what you don't have to worry about? Dying. Dying. Right. Fuck you fucking morons. Like, my God. People are so fucking stupid, man. So my uh my job finally had uh, uh a system come out, a system or, or whatever you want to call it. They started doing vaccinations at the job uh the other day. <laughs> and 
I'm like, shit, y'all motherfuckers waited too goddamn long, shit, because I don't think they got the turnout they thought they would get. But I'm like, one, it's fucking almost mid to end of April, and fucking vaccines has been popping since early March, at least for, you know, uh, more available to people and shit. I'm like, shit, y'all should have been had this shit. I would have never had to go through all the shit I had to go through for the fucking mm-hmm. uh, vaccine. But, man, I'm... Uh, like I said, I'm about three weeks out since being fully vaccinated, and I fucking best decision I fucking made, man. I already feel like, and I, I can't remember I talked about it last week, but um, we had a scare, and I feel very confident that the vaccine is what help, fucking helped us. Um, I don't think you talked about it on a podcast. I think you talked about it after we stopped. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, or before um, we started, wife's friend had, uh, had, had been over. Um, early that week, and then she tested positive the end of that week, and so she had been in the house, you know, my wife for like two, three hours and shit, and they say, uh, I think are like like 15 minutes of like direct talking with someone, you can be at risk Man. if you're in a close proximity. Um, so, you know, luckily, and, and at the time, at the time, my wife had only had her first shot, so um, we were really worried about that, you know. I mean, because even having, you know, both shots, you you know, there's still a small chance you can get it. Um, but we tested, you know, negative and all was good. And then this past Saturday, my wife got her second shot, and it was like damn near, you know, within hours, she started feeling, you know, effects of her second shot. Like, we went to get something to eat afterwards, and then – coming home she was talking about how she felt tired and shit so she was taking a nap we get home come later that night she had chills she had 100 degree temperature she it was all crazy and shit and i'm like fuck i didn't know people got fucking symptoms this fucking early um because you said you didn't have any symptoms from your second shot right uh, nope i was 100 yeah. percent dog like i had nothing she I mean, she was having she expected, she was having chills up to like three Three days afterwards and shit. Yeah, I got concerned when you said that she was having effects because, like, I, I don't know why. Because I, I, obviously, there's no, like, there's no reason to think that if she has effects, I would too, other than the fact that we got the same uh, vaccination. But you know, I kind of assumed that I might be better off because I, I, my my nigga science was like, well, uh, I got a lot, I got a lot of vaccines in my life, so my body's probably accustomed to vaccines, so I don't think I'm gonna get sick. Like that was my that was my nigga science that I, I I put together in my head on why I wasn't gonna get sick and I didn't and so I'm I'm sticking with that as as that's probably why my body's probably accustomed to this kind of thing but um yeah dog, like I was actually kind of surprised because by the time I actually got the second shot I had heard about so many different people having some sort of effect you know maybe like in in the first twenty four hours so not a long thing but having some kind of effect and I've seen people who are like yeah the second shot wrecked me. Uh, some people were like a second shot. Of, you know, I had a fever, uh, you know, and, and I, I've seen more of that than I've seen people go just got the second shot. Perfectly fine. I saw no, I saw virtually none of that. So uh, I, I did get a little concerned, but no, nah, man, I, I didn't have nothing. Dog. Like, I I mean, I was tired, but I'm always tired. So that didn't count. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Like, I just have my my arm still hurts, though. That is unusual. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that is unusual. Like, normally, but I did get the shot in my shoulder that hurts. So, 
that shoulder is always going to hurt, but um, I can tell the difference between the pain from the shot and the pain from my shoulder, if that makes sense. Like it's a different kind of pain. And the day of the shot, I could feel them both simultaneously. And I could, I could, I could feel like, okay, this is my regular shoulder pain. And this is the shot pain. Like I could feel them different. And then I think like the next day I didn't feel my regular shoulder pain as much. And I felt mainly the pain from the shot. And then the following day I felt mostly okay. But like right now, my shoulder pain is actually fairly high, but the pain from the shot, I can feel if I touch my arm. Whereas like with my shoulder, my regular shoulder pain, I have to move my arm in certain ways for the shoulder to, to be like, no, nah, fuck that. Put your arm down. Like, but if I just touch my arm, I can feel pain. It's like your, it's like your arm has like the, the Spider-Man's pointing at each other. Is it COVID or is it just injury <laughs> or vaccine? Excuse me. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's she, the only thing. And it, it's weird too. Like it feels like it, it's, it's like, I could feel it like in the spot where the, where I got the shot. Like if I touch it, I don't have to like press it. I can just put my hand on it I, and not softly, but if I put my hand on it a little bit firmly, I can, it, it almost feels like there's still a needle in there. Like that's how, how much it, I don't want to say how much it hurts. It makes like it hurts a lot. It doesn't hurt a lot, but I can feel it. And that's unusual because now it's been, what, what's today, Wednesday, but five days. So that that's unusual. So, but I mean, it's perfectly manageable. I don't feel any other, other effects. So I'm good. Yeah. Um, and, and my wife, she ended up getting like a decent sized knot too. Like I heard of people getting, I talked to one guy, he was saying how he had heard of people getting what they call a COVID arm. Well, they had like a huge, damn near like golf ball size knot from the shot, and oh, I heard. Apparently, you've already talked about that. Oh, okay, yeah, and <laughs> so she's like, "Well, hopefully, you won't get COVID." I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" She's like, "You and Otis talked about the podcast." Like, yeah, oh. we did. That's right. And so she had a decent. It wasn't like golf ball, but it was definitely a a decent size knot from the shot. So, um, yeah, I looked for that because of the fact that my arm has still been hurting. I look to see, I'm like, well, do I have like a knot on it or something maybe or not? But no, I don't. Yeah. So, but you know, she's, she's pretty much hundred percent now. Um, but yeah, she had a, she had a rough few days. She had a, she, she definitely hmm. had a, a rough few days, but Hey man. Um, it was funny cause we were chatting about, you know, I think Dan had posted some joke about J and J and, uh, you know, some meme or something, and Ryan had chimed in like, "I'd rather take that J and J shot over COVID because he's just getting over COVID." And he said that shit was hell. Um, and it's funny. I would, I, I might see if I could reach out to him, see if he want to talk on here. Just curious. I can we, you know, reach. Out, I tried to reach out to some, one person that got COVID early last year and then wasn't able to get him, but. I think Ryan would probably be a good we want to talk to. Just curious about someone's experience uh, having it because he was he was he was just saying it was just he was hell on earth. You know, I think at some point he did have to go to ER and shit. And uh, but I think he said he's yeah. been when I chat when I was chatting with him sometime a few days ago, he had been a a few days out of any symptoms, so he was you know kind of on a road to recovery. So yeah, man, this shit real as fuck, man. My sister just. I found out my sister and my nephews had to get tested today because of contact with a cousin who got COVID, man. And this is the first time where it's really starting to like hit close to home and shit with people I know. 
um, after a while. Like, you know, when it first happened, my aunt, one of my aunts had got it real bad in April last year. Um, then I had a cousin who pretend, well, it was, it's been all kind of weird because they've been kind of hush on it. But I believe he had some kind of complications and had COVID when he passed. And then I had another aunt to get it sometime late last year. And so, yeah, shit's crazy, man. Yeah, that. Excuse me. So, oh, you good? <laughs> no, my cigar, I got to keep having to relight my cigar. I keep putting it down for too long because I'll get distracted by something. Like, I'm, like, if I start talking, I'll put it down and I'll just leave it. And then you start talking and I'll be like, listen to you. But then I'll also be looking at the Pistons game in the background. And then I'm like, oh, shit, my cigar. And I pick it up and I'm like, now I got to light it again. I'm like, man, fuck, it's going to take me three hours to smoke it at this pace. Man, I was uh, <laughs> I was talking to Tony the other day, and I was just, you know, we, I forget we, we were talking about bourbons and shit, and we're just talking about how, you know, you know, when things wasn't, you know, greatest financially and shit, we were chugging some fucking Kessler, man. Kessler. <laughs> God damn. God damn Kessler, nigga. And that, and the thing was, the shit wasn't even that bad. It was actually decent. I mean, we weren't drinking it straight. Like, if we were drinking straight, we probably would have liked it too much. But, I mean, mixing it with fucking Coke or whatever. I mean, for a $12 fifth, that shit worked. Man, I had so many empty bottles of Kessler in the garage. I know one time my father-in-law came over. He was looking. I know he had to look over like, this nigga got problems. drinking all the bubbles. Like you're not even drinking good shit. Maybe that's what maybe that was it was funny. One day he gave me a he gave me a fifth of this crown royal that was like it's not even a regular production. It's one of the ones you only get um from like the duty free or something. And maybe he thought mm-hmm. he was upgrading my life mm-hmm. or some shit. Like, man, he drinking all this whole ass shit out there. Let me give him something <laughs> decent. Like, like now nah, we'll be sitting on- <laughs> Now we'd be sitting over here like, man, we ain't about to drink no rum that costs less than forty five dollars. No, not at all, not at all, not one bit. Like, like, I look like a fucking caveman. Right, right. I can't, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to Friday so I can find me a a new bottle, a new bottle to try. Yo, that uh, what was it? What's the name of that shit? Bumbo or whatever that had the Bumbu? X on it. Yeah, how'd that you like it? I mean, to yeah. ask you about it. I did not like it straight. Mm-hmm. I was like, nope, nope, it doesn't work straight. But mixed, that shit was fire mixed, dog. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, this shit clean." <laughs> so I, it's uh, funny. I liked it. I, uh, anything. I liked it straight, but I felt like it wasn't gonna be a likable one to a lot of people. I just had that feeling. It just wouldn't be that way. Like it's not. It's not as smooth drinking straight as like uh, a, a Diplomatico or that Pilar or a Ranzacapa. It definitely wasn't that good to drink straight but i thought it was good and i think i mixed it once and it was cool as fuck i think i had it with oh coke. yeah man yeah i mixed it and i'm like yo this shit clean like i, I can fuck with that like my bottle already gone i got a little like, bit once left I mixed it, I, yeah. I drank oh, it every you... night <laughs> <laughs> i got i got a little bit left and i told i told tony i let him try it so i'll probably stop by tomorrow and let him try it but i got a little bit left but i just i just killed the fucking you are you not a gin drinker are you Nah, nah. Yeah, I just killed this fucking bottle of Hendrix. It's, uh, they had this. It's almost like a, uh, I guess you would call it like a seasonal release or something like that. I just call. Uh, 
It was a Hendrix Lunar, and I guess it has like flower notes or some shit. Man, that shit was so fucking good. And I was just drinking it with Rose's Lime. I did, well, the, initially I just drink, most of what I drank with just Rose and Lime, but I did, I seen a recipe for like to put ginger ale and lemonade in it. And so I just bought the Canada Dry uh, lemonade ginger ale. And man, that shit was so fucking good. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I've always wondered if, like, if I got, like, the same way I, I felt about rum, like, if I got a high end gin where I like it more. Cause I'm like, I don't know, the shit tastes so weird to me, it even smells weird. Like, it's got chemicals in it or something. Like, I, I don't know. There's just something about gin. I think it's kind of like the way that some people think cilantro tastes like soap. And some people think it's the shit. I feel like that's how I am with gin. Like, there's just something about gin that just does not sit right with me. And I'm just like, I can't deal with this nasty-ass smell and taste. But nah. then again, I've only had low-end gin. Like, I, I ain't never had a high-end gin before. Well, for my because understanding... Because, like, the low-end shit, I'm just like, nope, pass. <laughs> from, 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 yeah, so I was talking to somebody who's a big gin drinker. And they they were telling me how they don't think a high-end gin is going to make a person want to drink gin. So oh, it's well, like, it so, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, the, the cheaper, you know, older gins, uh, like I say older as in just once it's just, you know, been around for a while, either has that stronger taste or you have the ones that have like floral taste, like the one I had. Now I definitely prefer the floral one over like the, as they described it, the old pine saw tasting type ones. Um, but see, this, I, say, I say it chemicals. See, you said, and you said pine yeah, saw. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah no, that's no. I'm like, it's something about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was like, you know, older, I mean, a more expensive gin may not equate to a better gin, but that gin was about 40 bucks and that shit was awesome. Uh, I would definitely do that again. Um, but I know that gin is not a, a crowd favorite with a lot of people. Um, but for me, I just been wanted a switch of stuff, man. I just, you know, I, I've, had so many fucking bourbons and so that's why i've been drinking a lot of rums lately and like i say i tried that that gin it was pretty good so and then and then tonight i just had some fucking crown royal and and coke and this shit was amazing yeah so. i was thinking about I, I had the same thought like i want to try some different shit and you know just you know just expand my horizon so that i thought about trying to get into like higher end tequilas but um because i don't like tequila either but I've also only had fairly low-end tequila and only taken shots with it. Like, I, I, I don't know anybody who drinks tequila any other way. Like, I don't know. Like, it seems like tequila is just a, a, a liquor for shots. Like, I, I don't know anybody who's just like, yeah, what are you drinking? I just tequila on the rocks. Like, what? Who, who nah, does that? I've never had tequila <laughs> on the rocks. But when I was in Indiana last, last month, I did buy a bottle of that Sincoro, which is the one, the Jordan brand one. Mm-hmm. And it was a Resposado. And that shit was amazing. That hmm. was a, a tequila that I was, that I sipped. And I, I think I, other than maybe four or five shots out of that, that I gave to other people, I pretty much finished that whole fifth. Um, but that was pretty pricey. That bottle was about 80 bucks. Um, and you just, you just sipped it like just yep. neat? Yep. Shit was great. Not even on ice? Nope. No ice. Yeah. Never had ice in any of it. Just sipped it. That shit was amazing. They yeah, have they have, have an, taste that. They have an yeah. <laughs> they have an anejo, but that's a little more expensive. And I'm not ready to buy that bottle because that's like 120 something bucks. But the resposado was damn good. They have 
So I think it's the Neho. So the Neho is the, the expensive one. It's like 120-ish. The Resposado was like 80 bucks. And I think they have, a, I guess, Blanco, just a clear one that's like 50 bucks or something. I really don't have no uh, um, need to try that one. I'm fine with, <laughs> I'll stick with the Resposado on higher. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was it was damn good. So there's another tequila that a couple people tell me about. And I can't think of the name of it. All I know is it comes in like, it's almost like a, a, a China like bottle, like mm-hmm. a porcelain bottle. And it's a white bottle with, with blue writing. I can't think of the name of it. Um, but it's like a $150 bottle of uh, tequila. And I hear it's fucking amazing. But I just haven't, you know, uh, been in a space where I want to, Spend one hundred and fifty dollars on a bottle, a bottle of tequila. Um, nonetheless, no, I'd have to be like a huge fan. Like that's one like I a would huge just huge fan. That's one I would go in with a couple of people just so we could try it. Like it's like three or four people yeah. or something, and we like fucking let's buy it just to see how it is. So um, I did that once with uh with Tony and and Sheldon. Uh, some it was uh what was the bottle. It was Basil Hayton. They had a rye, and it was like eighty bucks, and we ended up just going in on it to try it. Hmm. Uh, How was it? Blah, blah as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Mad fucking spent the money on it, but I was, I you know, I'd rather spend twenty twenty five bucks and then you know versus having to buy a whole bottle of some shit and not like it and shit. So it was, in that respect, it was cool. Yeah. But I don't have to buy that bottle again at all. So. Right. <clears throat> so with uh, with keeping on the board that niggas might want to try to kick, get in and catch this replay of Snowfall. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, before we wrap up, I think it. You know, I've got. I had a couple people reach out and ask me uh, for updates on what's going on with my mom. So I okay, figured cool. I update y'all on that before we wrap up, and we can after that we can call it. And, uh, hopefully, I can catch this Snowfall finale. And side note. I opened up Twitter shortly after 10 o'clock, just out of habit. And the first tweet I saw said, oh, they just go kill Franklin Mama like that? And then it was like, it's like, I'm just playing. I was Man, like, I'm like, get the fuck. Ooh. <laughs> oh, so bad. And then I looked at the time and I was like, oh, that makes sense. I was like, they're not going to kill this nigga Mama at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Bruh, I would have been mad. Just, man, I know? instantly, dude. Whew. Oh, I'm glad I would have been mad than a motherfucker, dog. Yeah, no, I, I was about to lose it. But um, anyway, <laughs> whew, boy, man, I was, oh, boy, I was like, man, dog. Like, y'all really go tweet that, dog? Really? Like, At 10.05? Really? At 10.05, <laughs> dog? Like, these motherfuckers posting uh, obituaries of his mama and shit. Like, come on, dog. Are y'all serious? <laughs> Fucking assholes. But, um, anyway, yeah, but so, go ahead, brother. Uh, she got discharged. Um, what's today? Wednesday. She got discharged. Uh, fuck. Yesterday. I'm so I'm so out of touch with time. Yeah, because it's the end of the, yeah. Yesterday she got discharged. Yesterday. Um, so on the surface, getting discharged is a good thing. But the thing that you got to keep in mind is like the hospitals are so overcrowded that I firmly believe they discharge the niggas a little bit too early, and. From what I've been hearing from my mom about like her, you know, the quality of the care that she got in there and, and, and how she was feeling, I'm like, it felt like she wasn't really ready to, to be discharged yet. But that was probably over the weekend that I was thinking that. So yesterday I'm like, okay, she might be ready now. So whatever. So 
So she gets discharged probably like, I think it's maybe like three, four in the afternoon, something like that. And I had, uh, I don't know. Yeah, this because this was on the podcast. I think I did it on, yeah, I did it Monday. Um, my, my aunt texted me uh, Sunday night. And she was like, your mother's miserable. Like they're treating her bad in the, in the hospital. I'm like, yeah, I know, but, um, you know, <laughs> like I've tried, but there's nothing I can really do. And she's like, you know, she said that she can't get, she can't even get decent food. Like whenever she gets food, it's like, it's cold. And she was like, you know, if you want, she's like, I talked to the nurse and the nurse said that if, if somebody brought food up there for her, then they could take it to her. And she said that she would really like a, you know, a Greek salad from this specific Coney Island. And it's a Coney that's by, by her house. So I know, I know the Coney or whatever. I'm like, you know what? I was like, she's out. The Coney's by her house. You know, I, I'll, you know, after my wife gets home, I'll swim by the Coney. I'll pick up the salad. And I'll drop it off to her. And I'm sorry. I, I fast forward it. I'm sorry. Um, Monday when she, I mean, Sunday night when she told me that, I said that I would do that Monday morning. So what I did, so I dropped my daughters off at, at daycare. Then I swung by the Coney, picked up the salad, and then I took it to the hospital. And I got to the hospital probably about like 9.30 in the morning. She didn't get the salad until 11.30, which I, I expected that. So I didn't get mad about it. And that's why we decided to get a salad because I didn't want to get something that's supposed to be hot because I'm like, it's probably not going to get to her in a timely fashion. So I'll get her something that's supposed to be cold. And that way it can be, you know, it can still be cool. So she don't get it till 1130, but whatever, she got it fine. And she, you know, she was happy to get it. Like, oh man, it was so great to actually have some real food, blah, 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 blah. So cool. So fast forward to, to yesterday when she gets discharged, um, she's like, yeah, you know, I, that, she's like, I thank you for bringing that salad. Like, you know, that was real cool, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I can, you know, I'm like, if you need anything, I'll, I'll bring you whatever you want. Cause I'm like, you ain't been there for a while. Like you need groceries, like whatever, I, I'll bring it by. She was like, no, uh, she was like, but if you, if you could bring me another one of them salads, that'd be great. I'm like, all right. So, you know, when my wife gets home, I'll, you know, I'll shoot out there and I'll bring you the salad. I'm like, I probably won't get there until probably like eight o'clock at night. But, you know, if that's cool, I'll do it. She was like, yeah, go ahead. So, so that's what I did. She, my wife got home. I immediately hopped in the car and I drove down to Detroit, drove down to the Coney, caught the salad, go to drop it off. So in the back of my head, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm finally going to get to see her. I haven't seen her in weeks at this point. Um, you know, I can get a, I can get a stronger idea for her condition because like right now I've only talked to her through text and the texts have been just like all over the place. Like one minute they seem good. The next minute she seems like completely incoherent. Like, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know how okay she is. Did they let her out too early? Whatever. So I'm like, you know, this would be an opportunity for me to see how she's doing. So, uh, part of the holdup in her getting discharged was that they was waiting for her to get an oxygen tank. To help her, you know, continue to breathe while she's, you know, recovering from the virus or whatever. So, like, yeah, we, you know, she's like, I got the tank, so I'm headed home. So I get there to drop off the salad, and she comes to the door, and she opens the door, and I'm standing. She has a door, and then like, you know, a storm door. And I knew, I knew, I was like, I can't go in. Like, I know I, I want to go in, but I can't go in. You know, I, I'll go up there with my mask, I'll pass her the food, and I'll just talk to her through the door, and then I'll bounce. So. Uh, she opens the door and when she, as soon as she opens the door, she like falls into the wall, like, 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 I don't say falls, like, but like stumbles into it, like staggers into it and, and like leans on it. And in me, I'm like, what, what's, what's going on? Like, what's happening? She's like, I'm like, I'm like, are you okay? She's like, no. I'm like, what's, what's wrong? She's like, I'm out of oxygen. 
The fuck you mean you out of oxygen? You just got out of the hospital three hours ago. Like, what you, well, by that point, probably like four or five hours. But I'm like, what the fuck you mean? Like, you don't have you out of oxygen? What the fuck? So, like, apparently, there's something that they're supposed to get, like a long-term uh, solution to oxygen, like a, a I keep calling it a condenser, but I think it's called a concentrator. I don't know. It's some sort of oxygen device that converts oxygen and it lasts indefinitely. So you don't have to like constantly have tanks that you got to refill. And okay. apparently the guy that from whatever company that supplies this that was supposed to bring it to her was late. And the nigga just hadn't shown up yet. And enough time had passed that the tank that they sent her home with was empty. And I'm like, oh my God. And so like she's wow. leaning up against the wall. She could barely talk. And I'm on the other side of the door, five feet away from her, and I can't do anything. Because I'm like, I can't go in and, like, help her and, like, carry her somewhere. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm fully vaccinated as of Saturday. <laughs> but I'm like, but one, that doesn't stop me from getting it. And two, I have an entire family that is not fully vaccinated. So I'm like, I can't just, you know, I can't go in here and help. So I'm standing on the other side of the door, five feet away, and I can't do shit. And I'm like, what? I'm thinking in my head, like, what do I do? I just, I, all I do is I, I lean my head on the glass of the storm door and just like laid my head there and just, I, I, I didn't say anything. And I, I'm thinking in my head, like, I don't know what to do now because I can't stay. Like, I can't just sit here outside in the cold because, like, last night, you remember, last night was cold. We ended up right. getting snow in some parts last night. Yeah, so, we like, got snow like a motherfucker. Yeah. So, like, I couldn't just, uh, just sit there you know i had to get back home to my family it's like you know 8 30 at night eight o'clock at night so i'm like i can't do that i can't go in like i can't i don't know what to do i'm like and i can't even and then i i my whole purpose in going well my part of my purpose i should say but my main purpose was to actually give her give her the salad but my other purpose was for me to assess how she was doing so i was going I, my, my plan was to ask a bunch of questions but i'm like well now i can't even talk to her because she can't even fucking breathe so I'm like, I, I don't want to make her talk. So I'm like, I'm like, I just gotta go. Like I'm like, there's nothing I can do. And nigga, that was the worst feeling, dog, to yeah, be standing that it. close and can't do shit. Eat, and can't do shit. And and just standing on the other side of a glass door, watching her lean up against the wall, talking about I'm out of oxygen, and I gotta just stand there. And I'm like, I can't, I can't even say get in the car. I can take, I'm gonna take you to a different hospital. Like I can't, I can't do any of those things. And I'm just standing there, like I, I don't. I don't know what to do. And I had to just make myself leave. And I'm like, this is so incredibly fucked up. And that's part of the reason why I was turned up earlier in the podcast about the people complaining about the businesses, because this shit, like I've you, the whole time this pandemic has been going on, both you and I have been sitting here talking about how we need to be doing the right thing. We need to lock shit down. These people who act like coronavirus is fake is stupid. Like we've been on the same shit the whole time. But that shit hit real different when you see your mother like that. It 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 takes your tolerance level for the fuck shit. It takes it down to it's gone. It's exhausted. You have no tolerance. So that's another reason why I said I had to clip load it for that one nigga that was like, oh, Gretchen Whitmer's the worst governor. Because as soon as that nigga was going about to complain about how he couldn't play golf, I was about to fuck this nigga up, dog. Like, I didn't care whose status it was. I did not care. I, like, this nigga was about to get eviscerated, nigga. I was ready. So it's like that shit just hits different when you experience some shit like that. So I ended up having to just leave. So I texted her and I'm like, give me the name and the number of the guy who's supposed to be bringing it to you. And I called him up and he ain't pick up. 
And I'm like, oh, fuck. So then I texted her. I'm like, is he there right now? Because he's not picking up. And she didn't respond. So I'm thinking like, okay, he probably is there. But still, I, I don't know. I'm in, Again, I'm in the dark. And now I'm driving. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And so eventually she texted me back. And he was there at that time. And then he called me. He called me back uh, shortly after that. And I'm talking to him. And one thing that I've learned uh, during this whole situation with her is just how crazy the situation is here in Michigan. Because, like, you you know, you get the notifications like, oh, we have 8,000 more cases and 70 more deaths or whatever. And it's like, man, that's a lot. This is fucked up. But, like, what I've, like, seen from, like, like not firsthand experience, but I guess secondhand experience is just, like, how much this large quantity of people being sick and having not enough people to, to take care of all these people, the effect that it's having. So I'm talking to old boy, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm sorry, man. He's like, I tried to get out there to your mom as fast as I could. He's like, I was at Farmington Hills, and I was helping three other ladies who in the same situation as your mom. He's like, I was just trying to get out there. He's like, the problem is, it's just me. I'm like, what you mean it's just you? He's like, I have to cover the entire area south of 696. He's like, if it's Farmington Hills, I got to go to Farmington Hills. If it's Monroe, I got to go to Monroe. He's like, it's just me. I'm like, I didn't say nothing on the phone, but in my head, I'm like, are you serious, dog? Like one nigga has to deliver oxygen. I mean, granted, there might be several oxygen companies who are doing the same thing, but like from whatever company this is, they got one dude to cover the entirety of the South of 696. Like what, what the fuck, dog? Like, what are we doing? We've had, again, we've had over a year to deal with this shit like over a year and we still out here with this shit like y'all ain't hire two more people <laughs> over the course of the past 15 months to fucking deliver oxygen to people like like what are we doing out here man but um uh fast forward past that um when i uh i went to go pick up my daughter today uh my wife had some meeting or whatever and um I was on my way down there and I left probably like, cause I gotta, I gotta get down there by six. So I gotta leave by five-ish to make sure I get down there. And she messaged me and was like, yo, I gotta, um, you know, my, my, the battery on my ring doorbell died. Uh, do you think you come by and swap it out for me? Cause you know, I'm not really trying to go outside and do all that shit. I'm like, she didn't say that, but you know, whatever, I'm, whatever. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll swing by. I was like, well, actually I'm, I'm already on my way downtown. I can, you know, it's on my way back. I can swing by and, you know, swap it out and, and you know, come back home. Like, I can't hang out. I'm going to have the girls in the car, but, I, well, I only had to pick up one of my daughters today, but uh, I'm going to have Elizabeth in the car, but, you know, I can swing by or whatever. So, again, same same deal. Main main goal is to help her out, but secondary goal is, again, to assess her, uh, her, her well-being. On the plus side... I would say, aside from the fact that she has to wear an oxygen mask for the time being, she seemed pretty much back to normal. Like, and I'll, like this, this is the closest I've seen her to normal with what I saw today, which was great. And I'm like, good. And I had told, I actually, I spoke to my therapist earlier today, and I told him, I was like, you know, hopefully now that she has this concentrate or whatever, the last hurdle is behind us. Because there were so many times where I thought things was cool. And then found out, nope, it's still fucked up. And it's like a step back. And I'm like, oh, now I can be relieved. Nope, no, you can't. Now you got to be worried again. So I'm like, hopefully after last night, that's the last time that I got to be seriously concerned for her well-being. So going over there and seeing her largely being okay was good. 
down, not downside, but slight negative is she sent me pictures of bruises that she has on her body from her time at the hospital. And I'm like, why do you have bruises? She's like, just from all of the times that they like inject like needles going into me and stuff like that and just being stationary. Like she's like, the bruises hurt like, the bruises hurt the worst right now. Like that's the worst pain I'm dealing with is these damn bruises. And I'm like, again, I'm, I'm glad that she's, she seems better. Like she seems pretty okay right now. But I'm just like, why am I like, why am I looking at my mother with bruises coming out of a hospital with the, a hospital that you entered in without bruises? And now you got bru like bruises. Like, why are you coming out of a hospital with bruises? Like, Oh my God, dog. Like I can't wait to fucking find a way to just eviscerate this hospital as best I can. And I'm sympathetic to the fact that they're understaffed, but the staff that's there can't be having motherfuckers starving eating cold food, can't piss a shit in a, in a, you know, in a timely fashion, walking out of there with bruises. Like, you can't be having no shit like that at a fucking hospital, dog. Like, I don't care if you got three staff members on that motherfucker, dog. The three people, they came into work, they came into work to help people. Not to have people leaving with bruises and shit, dog. Like, I was like, man, what a fucked up experience this is. And like, I, I, it's like anybody listening to this, I think I just want them to come away with, like, everybody's aware of how many people ha have got it. Everybody's aware of how many people it's killed and that we're in a pandemic and all the lockdowns. Like everybody's aware of just how serious this is. But I'm telling you, dog, the shit just hits different when you see some shit like that. Oh, and so imagine. when you see people, when you see people complaining online about not being able to golf or go to the bar or whatever the fuck white people want to do nowadays, when you see them complaining about that shit, like, it's not a big deal. Like, oh, we need to just be out here and just trying to get herd immunity, man. Just just open everything up and just let, let shit be how it is. And then you got to see your mom staggering into the goddamn wall from the shit. You got niggas out here trying to fucking go out to the bar and complaining and complaining and shit like that. Like, like it, it's, it really is just like, you just have no, no patience for that kind of shit. And that's why, like, I've, I've been saying the whole pandemic. Like, if you want shit to be open, like, if you want COVID, I've said it on the podcast, if you want COVID, if you seem to be seeking it out, if you want it so bad, go ahead and get it. Like, go ahead, since you want it so bad. But, man, I'm telling you, like, I'm past since you want it so bad. I'm I'm on, I hope you get it. Like, that, that, that's what I feel like right now. Like, oh, oh, you, you wish you could go outside? You think Gretchen Whitmer's the worst governor because she, she stopped you from being able to go play with your friends? I hope you get it. I hope you do. And I hope it's terrible for you. So you can understand how fucking stupid you are because all the evidence around you that you can see and read about isn't good enough for you. So I hope you get it. and You get as sick as you can possibly get so you can understand that you are fucking idiot. That's why I gained so much joy from seeing these celebrities who, who talk shit and like, oh, I got it now. Like that one motherfucker, Ted Nugent, they said that he yeah. got it. He was like, oh, I could barely get out of bed. That's what the fuck you get, you bitch ass nigga. I'm glad. I wish you had made it out of bed. Like, uh, that's what the fuck you get. Like, we need, everybody needs to get, have, t everybody who's been doubting that shit and talking shit and complaining about not being able to golf and go to the bar, they need to have Ted Nugent's experience. It needs to hurt to get out of bed for you because that's what you deserve because you're so fucking selfish and stupid. Like, I, that's what I hope happens to these people. Because like, you just don't understand, uh, like, how. I how I different that shit is. I, I commented on his Facebook page. Like, damn, dog, how does it feel to get a, a get an illness you didn't even think was real? And I was ready for all the smoke. 
I was ready for right. all the smoke. I had like two, two or three people like it, and no one commented. But I was ready for uh, all the fucking smoke, man. I like I saw it on Twitter, and I went to his Facebook page and found the post he did and commented. I was so <laughs> waiting for it, and no one, no one came. I was mad. I was really disappointed. Oh, I know. I understand. I was disappointed. Like, God damn it! Like, like this, and then he, you know, he's on there calling it the China virus and all that bullshit. You know, all this like. You know, uh, uh, passive ass, you know, shit about it. Like, no motherfucker, it's COVID, it's here in the United States, and you was out here being a fuckboy and you got it, you caught it. And every, every, for you. every piece of pain that hit you, you fucking deserve. Cause, you know, you got people out here really going through it and you calling it fate and all this shit, man. Fuck you. And, and, and almost mad it wasn't fucking worse. Yeah, that's how niggas get. That's how niggas learn, though. Like you can't, like you can read all the articles, you can read, see all the stories on the news, you can hear about all the deaths, but some motherfuckers is gonna be stuck on stupid till it happened to them. And that's why when somebody tweeted the other day, it was something like, "How many more people gotta die before the United States does something about gun control?" I'm like, "How many more people? It ain't no number. Like, there's an infinite amount of people that that can happen to, and we won't do shit." about guns. The only time we gonna do some, something about guns is when it happens to them. Bruh. Like literally to the politicians. When their, when their kids' school gets shot up, then we might have a chance. And even then, it, we might. Bruh, it <laughs> we was, might. They it was, still might not do nothing. Bruh, it was less, and this is the, the, the rationale I've been dealing with trying to figure shit out. There was less than 10 people out of what, 7 million that had blood clot issues with the J and J vaccine, which is seven women or some shit like that. I think. Yep. So yeah, they, they said that the the number it was. They said the odds of you getting hit by lightning are greater than you getting the blood clots from the the Johnson Johnson vaccine. So, right. So you <laughs> like, had so so you had like seven. And your seven, odds is zero if you a man based on the data. So it was seven <laughs> women. So seven or so women out of like seven million or some shit got blood clots. Yeah, it was one in a from, million. Yeah, from literal that. one and, in a and, million. And everyone was swearing off the the vaccine. You've had mm-hmm. a mass shooting damn near every day for the, like the past two three weeks, and ain't nobody in in big numbers thought about something about guns. At all, yeah. No, <laughs> no one, no one said, yeah. "Man, we need to ban guns now." All these people getting shot. Seven people out of seven million. Man, we need to stop taking that fucking vaccine. Like, come on. <laughs> I knew these vaccines is bullshit. Like, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a fucking mass shooting a day, killing people at least two, three people a day, and there's not a not, a, not one thing said about guns. Why is that? Nope. You know, but it's Can eleven. I just say real quick. No, but go ahead. Before go we ahead. wrap up, real fast before we wrap up. The end of this Pistons game, Luka Doncic a whole ass nigga, dog. What are you doing? The niggas was up by ten with twenty five seconds left, and this motherfucker go drain a three from damn near half court for no reason. Like, oh yeah, like, yeah, that's, like, that's too fucking good, dog. That's like, that's man, a, that's a, I, and it's funny because I really like him, but that's some whole shit, dog. Yeah, that's some whole shit. So I, I, I'm 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 laughing because I'm partially high and it's my team, and I'm like, whatever, the Pistons gonna lose anyway. But I'm like, it's some whole shit, but it's whole shit in a funny way. Like, man, he's he's too fucking good, especially for somebody who's like, who does not look like they would be a good basketball player. No, nah. <laughs> like, he looks like a whack Dirk, and he's just like really fucking good. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, man, whole ass Luca just going just why? He was already up 10 with 20 something seconds left. It's not even a whole shot clock left. And you are about four possessions, nigga. Like, you did not have to launch that three from far as fuck. <laughs> Come on, man. But, all right. Yeah. I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to roast him right quick. Ah, oh, shit. That's funny. All right, brother, man. Uh, I, I, I'll, uh, I guess we'll talk, talk to you at some point. At, uh, and, um, we'll see y'all next week. And, uh, yeah. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to What Up Do Podcast at Gmail. That's W U D U P D O E P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at What Up Do Podcast. Peace.